Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Golden Ratio Podcast. I am Jen, GR Mom, joined as always by GR Dad. Hi. How's it going, GR Dad? Pretty good. I, I have momentary confusion over whether this is the no rules one. This is a regular one. This is the with rules. I got to get in the right frame of mind here. <laughs> the cocktail of the week is, uh, I know, right? Cidergeist Swizzle Hard Cider. The type of hard cider, it's called Swizzle. Isn't it from Cincinnati? It's from Cincinnati. <laughs> it's hard cider. A bunch of you have sent us pictures of this. You're like, oh, gee, it's hard cider named Swizzle. It's got a dead apple on it. It's like an apple skull. It's super cool looking. And uh, yeah, so I've been like wanting it, but you can't get it down here or in Maryland. Uh, and so I, someone had tweeted it recently and I was like, if anybody finds this, like I will pay you to send it to me. I need a can of this. <laughs> so uh, a very nice follower was like, well, I'm going out today and I live in Cincinnati and uh, I will get you some. And she sent us like three or four cans of it, plus a whole bunch of other like great stuff. So that was, I think it's very good. I love cider. It's good. It's not sweet. It's, it's yeah. like tart. Yep. Nice dry cider. A little bit yeah. funky and like the way cider is supposed to be. Yeah, it's good. It's not over like just, yeah over processed sugary sweet mess no if you like uh, my goodness if you like woodchuck cider you will not like this correct that was very loud what just happened there guac decided to extricate himself from under the table okay very quickly let's let's not throw balls to have him quickly extricate himself just jam him in his mouth (laughs) okay deal (laughs) uh everyone is very wound up today Guac continues to be a problem child. <laughs> he's like banged his head on the table. He has no idea that he's six feet tall. <laughs> so here's Jared and I sit across each, across the dining room table from each other. Right now, I can see Guac's head in Jared's lap, <laughs> and Guac's tail is whacking me in the leg. He's just the full full length of the table. When Guac stands up, his his jaw is at above the table height. He's that he is very yeah, tall. He's, he's very I mean he's not a great Dane, you know, but he's pretty close. He's so big. <laughs> he's <pretty close. laughs> All right, I got the head now. I can feel him like by my feet. There you go then. You're, uh, he's your problem now. Yeah. When he starts growling at his ball, I gotta kick That'll it like be the, you. one inch into his mouth. Uh all right, so there you go. That's cocktail of the week. Thank you for everyone who has pointed it out, and especially to our lovely fan who sent it to us. Um Okay. Dog updates. We uh, we did paw printing this weekend. Yeah. So I'm I'm like three quarters of the way done with the paw printing. I did all of the guac paw printing. Man, are his feet big! <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, I see them every day, and I sort of knew it. But then to sit down and like hold one of those massive paws and like get paint on it, oh my god, they're giant. They're way bigger than Queso's feet. They're massive feet. Yeah, but he- it's disguised because he has such long legs. Like they don't look. as much paddy like as quesos did no and they're quite proportional to him but they are giant uh he did a very good job with the paw printing he just kind of laid there for me and fortunately there were no big distractions uh chief brody did paw printing on half of the like squad picks for the little care packs that we uh i guess you can still buy them actually if you go to the golden ratio page like an Twitter, we've got it, or the link in our bio on Instagram. Like we're sending. Uh, 
If you like getting packages and mail these days. Oh my God. So yeah. So we we're, we have these little packs that are like photographed photos of the squad or guac and then uh, a little sticker set that's either five, each of the dogs or five different versions of guac. Uh, so yeah. Last, so we've been pop printing. That went pretty well. Uh, Brody did okay, but then he got up and actually both of them got up and kind of walked around before I could clean their feet off. So the porch is a bit paw printed. <laughs> yeah. This is the benefit of Crayola washable finger paints. It's and somewhat fine. slow moving Chief Brody. <laughs> yeah. Some people, Guac got up after his and walked across the paw prints that were all arrayed and drying. So some people get two. Or like one and a half because he stepped on like the border between two. But it's like, I feel like it's in line with the guac chaos. Yeah. We also shipped out uh, the first half of the medals for the angel dog races last weekend. So I had ordered a first batch and then, uh, you know, people were still able to order them up until last week. And so I had 700 medals to send out. So all I did for 12 hours on Sunday was pack up medals and care packages I mean, I I packed up a thousand packages. You're a machine. It was, I mean, the living room was like full of like little envelope, like the little things on the envelopes that cover up the sticky part. Like you have to peel off that little strip on envelope. There was just a mountain of that confetti. I was napping. I was like playing with the dogs. You helped me stuff some I of the envelopes. Nothing. No, that's not true. And then the there's we've got like little oval stickers going out for the... Uh, for the races, those came in a roll of 500. And so that roll had to be cut. So oh, don't tell the, the, our secrets because now everyone's going to go, oh, it's a crappy cut too. <laughs> those are crappy cuts. <laughs> the, those are likely mine if they're crappy. Here's mm. the difference between me and Dad. So like I had started cutting those and I'm just like, like what you do with good wrapping paper, right? Like you just kind of bring the scissors down a little you push. bit and you just push. Yeah, that's much better. So I, I had done some and then we were watching something on TV and I was, go, you know, I was like, make printing labels, doing all this stuff. And Jared's like, what can I do? And I'm like, cut up this. So like you cut this whole roll of 500 into 500 individuals. I may have volunteered. I think that that's you did, all I yeah. wanted to do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and there was this like beautiful, neat stack of them. Mine were just like all in a box. And so then Jared did help pack some of the medals. I was like, okay, here's some envelopes. It gets one medal and one sticker and one ribbon stuff these uh and so i you know i used to work my parents uh own a factory and i worked in the factory when i was little uh when i was little i mean when i was like any orphan annie <laughs> i had to work in the <laughs> like factory in school they wouldn't let me out of the orphanage <laughs> no no it was nothing like that but like my high school <laughs> job i i did uh, you know in a little bit in college over the summer though i was doing more technical stuff then but uh, i have definitely done like some factory line work in my life and i'm very good at like efficient efficiently accomplishing repetitive tasks so i work like three times the rate of gr dad um but so i'm sitting there stuffing my envelopes gr dad stuffing his envelopes and we get done and i have a box where i've like stuff an envelope toss it in the box stuff an envelope you know stick on the sticker close it toss it in the box and gr dad has this his box where it's like this perfectly neatly arrayed like file cabinet of envelopes i'm very proud of that uh yeah so i had way more envelopes in my box that were just kind of tossed in which was fine i will say by the end of the weekend Everything was arrayed like a little file cabinet in boxes. <laughs> so uh, that tells you something about Jared. <laughs> yeah. And he separated out the international from the domestic ones, which was also not necessary, but 
important to him. It was important to me. <laughs> and then I just went and dumped them all in a mailbox, basically. Well, you know. They, it was very neat looking, though. Uh, Multiple hey. layers, well organized. If we ever needed to refer back, we could have found something. <laughs> I'm surprised they weren't alphabetized. Uh, that was next. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, a lot of that has gone out. Uh, we ran out of shipping labels and envelopes and paw printed photos. And so uh, this week we're slowly packaging up, you know, a hundred things a day. So it's all on its way. Yeah. It's a pro- project, your project. Yes, it's good. It's, it's, uh, it's coming along well. So, so that's that thing. Uh, yeah, but the paw printing went good. Swizz is just completed week one of her antidepressants. So it still needs another week before it kicks in, but she's not having any bad effects from it. So that's good. Yeah. She's not completely anxiety free or really markedly different about it but has, she hasn't gotten worse and she doesn't have yeah yeah like crazy. vomiting diarrhea right. like these are all side effects relatively common side effects she doesn't have any of that she did have her nosebleed yesterday she but that's just like random she has nosebleeds before she was on this i suspect she sneezed and smacked her nose on the ground because you can watch her do that sometimes yeah poor girl anyway that and stopped there were crime scene Little murder scenes all over the house. <laughs> little just, well, we better clean up some more blood. Clean up some more blood. Uh, it's not that much, but it no. is like a tiny... And it's blood. Yeah, it is. So she's doing fine. Uh, Hopper's birthday was Tuesday. Cinco de Mayo. Cinco de Mayo. She turned seven. She got a whole waffle with some whipped cream. I brought her a tennis ball. So if you don't follow my running account... Um, one of the things I have mentioned on there that I like to do, I love finding tennis balls on my runs and bringing them as like love offerings home to hops. And it's amazing how often you can find tennis balls either that other dogs have dropped for us that like washed up in a hurricane, right? There's still a lot of washed up stuff. There's like old hurricane tennis balls lurking in the mangrove sometimes. And so I love to find a tennis ball and bring it home to hops. And she did get one for her birthday, but last weekend, Jared and I went for a run, and uh, as I have mentioned, I'm running every road in the Keys, and so I'm like, we're going to this island. We're going to run the whole island. It's 14 miles of running, uh, and it's uh, like... It's, it's like there- a maze of streets. Oh, yeah, it sure is. Um, there are some gated communities in the Keys. Not many, but there's a few. Um, this is clearly like a development. It has like a resort, and then... You know, like you can tell there's a homeowners association in this place. It's not, there's no cookie cutter places in the Keys. Well, I guess there's a few. There's not many uh, where like every house is the same. We've done right. a couple of those neighborhoods, but usually there's a lot more variation. Um, but this was, if you if you look at the running account, most of the Keys are very wild and unregulated. Like it's just like you got your spot, even in our neighborhood, uh, you know, you have your lot and you can build whatever you want on there. And some people have like modular homes up on stilts and some people have, you know, architect design custom homes that are really fancy. There's a lot of mixed neighborhoods with like some, you know, kind of cheap houses and some super expensive ones. The landscaping's all over the map. All over the place. Um, yeah. Very few people have like grass lawns, right? Because like one, you get salt water and everything. So your grass is going to die a lot of the time. Uh, but yeah, people have sand and rocks and all kinds of stuff. So it's it's not like a normal 
you know, like any, whatever, Virginia, you go out into a, a development or even a neighborhood, like an older neighborhood where it's not all the same, uh, it's not, there's not that kind of consistency here. This place that we ran on Duck Key um, is not like big grassy lawns, but it's a little more consistent. It's a little more typical of like a Florida suburban neighborhood. Yeah, it would fit into like Tampa or, or, yeah. or, or Orlando or one of those sort of pretty yeah. well-off coastal Yep. And planned community places. Some of them houses are elevated and some of them were not. The way you get around elevating your house is that you just build a hill and then you put your house on it so it's elevated but on dirt. Yeah. Um, so there's some of that. Anyway, uh, there's a resort which has a tennis court and then there was a house that had a tennis court. Mm -hmm. And so when we got to the, when we were running around the resort place, I'm like, dear dad, we have to look for tennis balls. And dear dad's really good at spotting this stuff so we found three tennis balls by the you know you can always find them like in the bushes or yeah kind of <laughs> like they've made somehow someone has hit a bad shot and they made it out of the court and uh and nobody spotted it right away and everyone's got enough tennis balls to just get a new one right? yeah you, you want to you don't want to even use them that often because they lose bounce and stuff yeah and the landscaping guys will pick up the obvious ones but there's always ones that sneak through if your dog likes tennis balls like go into like if you've got tennis courts that are kind of by a wooded area oh my god i <laughs> hopper uh not hopper pie my first dog and i did this once um because montgomery county maryland where we live like they have a lot of that where there's like uh you know county owned outdoor tennis courts in the middle of a park and so they're often like right up against a wooded area and we went in there once like in walking around in the woods i think we found like 30 tennis balls it was just like an amazing Glorious. day yeah so anyway when we were doing this run we found four tennis balls there and then we went past the people whose yard had a tennis court and there was a tennis ball right outside the fence of their tennis court and i was like squirt i'm getting it <laughs> i ran into the i it's mean abandoned it it's was, abandoned it was like five feet from the street right like but you know, it was right next to their tennis court. Ran up, grabbed that tennis ball, brought that home to Hop. So I was like, we got home from that run. I was like, Hops, I have love offerings. And just like, Bleh, here's all of these. And she was like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. It was great. She's in the grass, like pushing them with her feet. She was all excited. I think Guac came and tried to put all of them in his mouth. <laughs> That's not true. But he did try to take the one she had in her mouth. It becomes the most interesting one. Yeah. So, uh. Yeah, so that's Hop. She had a good birthday. I did find a tennis ball for her on her birthday and brought that as a love offering. So she had a good day, got cheese on her dinner. Went into the water as much as she wanted. Yep, yep, got to do whatever. So that was good. Uh, Vink is the same. Chief Brody's the same. Guac is the same. Counter surfing. I you know. keep forgetting to put stuff completely away yeah it's because we don't catch him because we got to pay so much attention to swizz at dinner that we can't keep an eye to like catch guac when he gets up there yeah we because we could just look in from the porch into the kitchen and see his big giant face looking out at us from inside the kitchen we had to set up a set up a sting like leave yeah. something on the counter and then sneak away so he doesn't think we're there and then as soon as he goes up to it we like no yeah give him the big clap and a no a couple of that and i think he'll learn it yep we went for a run today, me and Guac, and I had a little tweet thread about this on my uh, on my running account that uh, we were up in this uh, not as fancy neighborhood, and uh, it's a a real mix. So you have some people who are just like super opening and friend 
open and friendly. And then there's other people who have signs that are like, you cross this line and you're going to get shot. No trespassing. A lot of strong property rights people. Don't let your dog poop anywhere in near this house. Sometimes do. Occasionally that, but much more will shoot you if you cross this line. Yeah. Like that's you not don't, uncommon. don't know if they're joking, and they probably aren't. They're, I think they are not. They want you to not come anywhere near their property. Uh, absolutely. And especially in, in some of, like, the, you know, less developed places where there's people, especially, like, up on Big Pine Key, or this was, like, Little Torch Key, where it's not so much neighborhoods. Like, somebody got a piece of property at one point and put a house mm-hmm. on it, and like that's their damn house, yeah. and and like it's at a there maybe was a road once, but there's not really a road anymore. It's more just like gravel, or maybe it always was gravel. That but could, it's that could be like West Virginia it's or something. Labeled as a road, it feels very rural. It's very all of rural. A yeah. yeah, no, it, and I mean that's the thing, right? The keys, especially the lower keys, like are pretty rural, mm-hmm. and you know, deeply forested, and you you've got the head end of guac there to stop that. So. uh with this Jen Runs Every Road in the Keys project, if there's a no trespassing, you can't come down this road, even though it's a public road. I don't go there. No. And uh, so, yeah, and then the mix of, uh, like, Trump flags is interesting, too. Not to talk about politics here, but you see Trump flags in the very rich neighborhoods and in the trailer park neighborhoods most often, and then they're someplace else, and I definitely don't mess with those people. And uh, so I was running in a neighborhood today that was sort of like some older homes, some trailers, and these these can go both ways. Like sometimes there's the, we will shoot you if you cross this line, and sometimes they're just like the super funky kind of open neighborhoods. And we're running down this street, and there's a, I, what I always worry about, because I run to, m- most of my running is, I turn onto a dead end, I go to the end, and turn around. Like, yeah. A lot of the streets are dead end. Pretty much every road in the street, in the Keys, is dead end. Water. Yeah. It just goes to the water. There's canals between the roads. So there's no grids. There's just a line, and it's got a bunch of dead end streets, like a fish skeleton off of it. And so I run to these dead ends, and then I turn around, and I run back. And there's people on those streets who are like, who the hell is this person that we don't know running on our dead end street who we have never seen before? And so I'm very conscious of not wanting to piss people off or feel like I'm invading their space and so when we were running today I was running down the street and there's this lady who comes out uh, in front of her trailer and she's like putting a cigarette in her mouth as I run up to her and my solution which dear dad has seen is that I always give just like a super friendly like hi or good morning you are (laughs) very friendly yeah make myself the least threatening white girl I can be (laughs) I mean I there's no mistaking that I'm just a jogger I've got like all my running gear on like i am not a burglar correct someone out for a run correct and i had guac with me and uh so i said my very friendly hi to this lady and then she smiled at me so that's good that is good yeah i was like okay she's not gonna yell at me for being on her street and then she looked at guac and she said hi and i and so i know when i want to be charming to someone on a run and i have guac i go this is guacamole. And everybody is charmed by the fact that I have a dog named guacamole. Yeah. Everyone, it makes them smile. And so she's like, guacamole. And he's, of course, like running up to her. And he's like a crazy man, right? So like <laughs> anything gets him excited. He starts barking. He's not like a big jumper on people, but, you know. Jumps around. Jumps around a lot. And he saw this lady and she's like, guacamole. And she like bends down and... He like walks up to her, like sideways, 
and leans his side against her legs and just kind of looks up at her. Wow. And she came down and he licked her on the face. And he just stood there and like leaned on her and let her pet him on the side. That's model behavior. I mean, it was like he clearly was like this woman's soul deserves my love and respect and attention. That's great. Uh, and she was just like, he's the most darling dog. And I was like, well, you have worked some miracle with you him. Never liked it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it was just this incredibly charming interaction. She was like super friendly and nice and yeah. uh, more of an artist type, uh, which we have a ton of down sure. here in the Keys. Yeah, you have the artist type or the I'll shoot you type, and she was definitely the artist type. Uh, told me about her rescue cats, and oh, I told great. her about my rescue dogs, and so yeah, it was this very, very nice interaction, and it was it was so interesting to just see him be like, I have identified a person that I know exactly how to interact with. It was very interesting. Cause it, good. And he went gentle, not super excited. That's a big thing, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he never is like that, so I don't know, I don't know, but yeah, it was... It was very interesting That's and really good. nice. Yeah. Maybe he's got service dog potential yet or whatever. Hops is totally like that. But she's like it with everybody. Yeah. Like she, she's also a good one to charm people with. She can jump too, though. When she gets super excited, she can, she can hop up on people. Yeah. Tends to be more with like people she knows who come to the house than like on walks. It's rare that she'll, she'll jump up on I remember on when walks. she was a puppy and she knocked that kid over at the beach. <laughs> you want to tell that story? It was like we were at... Rehoboth or Dewey, Dewey Beach. Dewey Beach, because it's a dog off-leash beach. Yeah, in the off-season, off season. yeah. You can, you can let your, I mean, which is great. It's a big, wide, sandy beach, and often you're the only one there in the winter, but even if there are other dogs off-leash, it's fun. This, I think, was like April. Yeah. This, was, this kid was playing in the sand, right? It was warm enough yeah. for that. Yeah. And Hops just puppy bounded over there. This kid's like three? Yeah, Hops might have been a year, but probably less. Oh, I think less, yeah. Yeah. And so Hops just kind of just like, the kid was standing up and Hops kind of stood up and just pushed the kid over. <laughs> I mean, she basically. was like, oh, it's a small person. I mean, I think Hops was small. She yeah. was, so it must have been in the fall because we got yeah. her in, right? We got her in like July or August. And so it would make sense that it was the like end October. Of the yeah, 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 yeah. End of the season. Yeah. So warm enough, and you have plenty of warm days then. So kid playing in the sand and think like four to five month old Hops puppy just like bounds up to this little three-year-old and runs right into her and the three-year-old plunks down on her butt and just started screaming like her like her organs had been ripped out they hadn't i mean no. she'd get bowled over by a puppy but she didn't know what to do about yeah. it yeah hops and we're like oh it's it's an embarrassing incident come on hops i was like that kid needs to shut up <laughs> nothing not, happened not out loud you're fine not out loud i mean i maybe said it to you out loud yes to me <laughs> uh, so anyway all the dogs are doing good guac is a great running partner for me and he's been getting a a lot of exercise lately yeah it doesn't seem to dampen his enthusiasm no he his behavior is definitely improved i don't know just from the running but like in general i was thinking about mm -hmm. just like how he plays with the other dogs and how he responds to us and like his overall level he's definitely settling in and is yeah. behaving a lot better yeah um, so yeah, that's the dog updates. He's still a good bed sleeper. He's, he's a great bed sleeper for sure. Uh, keys update for this week. Uh, my favorite key story is that we have gotten, I think the second to last approval for an experimental release of sterile male mosquitoes to just let a 
frick ton of them go in the lower keys the lower keys mosquito control district is going to release them and they're going to breed with all the suckers that attack us and then they don't have any babies and it greatly reduces the population i mean that that surgeon has to have a steady hand right to be like sterilizing those mosquitoes that's a small those are small genitals i mean that's tough you know what I'm <laughs> She's starting to laugh. I think she's <laughs> I'm, not taking me I'm seriously. I'm not responding about this. to your dad joke. I'm it's not responding to your dad joke. Yeah. <laughs> I cannot encourage this. Anyway, so the, <laughs> the risks of us getting dengue fever might go down. Yes. Uh, for anyone who's wondering, they do not surgically sterilize these mosquitoes. They're genetically modified, which is why we need approval. I think we think. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so... They, we have dengue fever down here and also Zika, which is really something that they're concerned about. Um, and, you know. Who oh. knows? There may be other yucky things that just haven't out broken out. There may be some malaria mosquitoes, too. Yellow fever. Yeah. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but we definitely have dengue and Zika. So this is, and there, man, are there a lot of mosquitoes. Like they the really last are. couple of days have been really bad. When it's not windy, they, they really have a good time. Yeah. I think we need to give her like one of those feed bags where the ball is connected to the back of her head and she can't spit it out. <laughs> He'd still, we, I mean, we posted that video like two days ago yeah. where the ball was on the chair and he was resting his head on the chair, just, just growling, growling and at it. And he barked at it. Yeah. But I think like rubber banded into his mouth. Oh, maybe. Get him a muzzle <laughs> and put the ball in yeah, the muzzle. Yeah, that's it. It's like the ball's always there. It'll cut down on the growling. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, we may have some sterile male mosquitoes come in and i hope they have a lot of sex and get rid of all of our other mosquitoes they have done this test other places and it seems to have worked without messing up their ecosystem so i am anxious for genetically modified mosquitoes that is a good good scientifically validated measure yeah mm -hmm. uh so dear dad you got a german word of the week for us yeah i think we we thought we'd say kuddelmuddel 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 which is Kind of like a mess. Like in your kitchen drawer, you open that, and there's it's just full of kuddelmuddel. <laughs> like it's just everything thrown together, and it's, and it's a mess. Like Vink's brain. <laughs> like Vink's brain, yeah. <laughs> Chaotic mess. Chaotic mess. Kuddelmuddel. Kuddelmuddel. It's fun to say. Warm dann kuddelmuddel auf. Yeah. It's full of kuddelmuddel. Yeah. All right. Uh, anything else you want to add? Okay, nope. time's up. <laughs> <laughs> good thing. Yeah, good job. Yeah. Uh, all right, everyone. Well, until next week or, you know, who knows, whenever we do some more of this, we're overdue on a murder podcast. We maybe do a no rules podcast. We recorded a running podcast that I then decided was boring and didn't release it. No. But maybe there will be well, one now of those. That's really boring if no one gets to listen to it. It's so boring. Uh, anyway, there will be more content at least by next week. And uh, until then, don't bite anyone unless they ask you to. That's right. Bye. Bye.